0: Hey, everybody. Thanks for checking out this episode of My First Sketch at MyFirstSketch.com. I'm Josh Hyam. As always, feel free to subscribe to the show on iTunes and get it automatically. You can like the podcast on Facebook at Facebook.com MyFirstSketch. And any questions, comments, concerns, criticisms, or cupcakes, you can feel free to email MyFirstSketchPodcast at gmail.com. Or you can follow me on Twitter at JoshHighFalse. Today my guest is Bill Rick, who is a member of It's the New, and Darius Rucker, M.D., a group that debuted last week at Philly Sketchfest Presents. A note about this interview, we recorded this backstage before Philly Sketchfest Presents, and there's some background noise peppering the talk. Nothing too loud, but you'll occasionally hear other voices very faintly. His first sketch is called Mort Steinberg's Thriller bill plays michael jackson who transforms into mort steinberg i am the omniscient voice giving you any visual cues so let's go to the sketch a young michael jackson and his date walk down a barely lit road what? Yes. Yes. Oh, Michael. The two embrace in a hug before Michael slips a ring on her finger. It's beautiful. There's now a clear bit of tension in Michael's voice. I, I have I want to tell you. Yes, Michael. Of course not. That's why I love you. What are you talking about? The clouds shift and reveal a full moon. Michael drops to the ground. Are you alright? When Michael stands back up, he we- he's wearing an ill-fitting Joseph A. Banks suit and thick framed glasses. He has morphed, not into a werewolf, but into a middle-aged accountant. The girl looks severely disappointed and starts walking away. Wait, don't you uh, want to hear about uh, my sensible
1: kind, though? Ending the settlement?
0: Listen, I, uh, have to take my cat to the butcher. I have your card, though. I'll call you if I need help remortgaging. The girl leaves. Mort, now alone, starts very awkwardly dancing and humming the chord, produ- the chord progression to Thriller. Three other ill-clad accountant types begin to fill the stage as Steinberg's thriller reaches its seemingly critical mass.
1: Josh. (laughs) Wait, this isn't... You made it weird? Aww. (laughs) That's good, because I don't want to. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it was actually a prompt from Brian Kelly's Sketch 101 class. oh, Oh my gosh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's... Parody. parody there yeah yeah the way that class works is there's a parody prompt a th- the first, so the parody a there's a character and then there's fish out of order and of the th- this one's the the parody one so you parody thriller by doing to an accountant uh, because that's the opposite of michael jackson <laughs> is <laughs> i don't i think I didn't even think, I just thought, like, Michael Jackson, most exciting person of all time, accountant, I've never met an accountant and been like, hmm, I want to grab a beer with that guy. <laughs> okay,
0: so, so, this is your parody in class, so What brought you to
1: the uh, Actually, my, my girlfriend, Kelly, uh, told me, she, like, because I was just kind of like, bitching and moaning for a while after i I dropped i dropped out of school to write comedy and then she noticed that i wasn't writing comedy (laughs) so exactly so yeah she she like took it upon herself to like do some research and found out that there were like sketch comedy classes available in the city yeah mm- exactly it's it still takes a you gotta you gotta put some research in you gotta put some uh i don't i think i guess just like Philadelphia sketch comedy and i i mean like i really owe her everything that way because like i would not have taken it upon myself to I uh, I took I was a I started off as a film major at Drexel and I hated Drexel so I transferred to Temple and I was like hmm maybe I'll be a finance major here and then I uh, wanted to kill myself real bad um Oh yeah no yeah yeah and and so I was like let me go back to su- cuz like finance is just like I don't. Know, I, I. I couldn't. I couldn't balance the fact that I was going to live the rest of my life taking advantage of other people for my livelihood. So I went back to film, and then I was just like, "Oh well, this information is readily available on the internet." So I was just not, not, not do that, and uh, and so I. I stopped going to school, and then uh, and then Kelly was like, "Hey, instead of moping." Maybe you should t- you should try to better yourself. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Com- com- comedy has always been like a a, th- a thing for me to connect with people, which like otherwise I don't know that I do. To I, 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 <laughs> I don't do a good job of it. So I think I need to make people laugh to like kind of like reel them in a little bit. Yeah, no, I know exactly what you mean, yeah. No matter what you do, like, have you read this book? I oh, no. oh, never mind. Oh, Will Ferrell, like... Yeah, exactly. To, m- they- to me, uh, like, uh, to put it in other terms, math was always the subject that appealed the most to me because I knew when you do it correctly that you're right no matter what anybody says. And likewise in comedy, if you make somebody laugh, then you're successful. Like, there's, that's the... Exactly. There's a, there's like a definite like oh, yep, you did it. Like Yeah, that's <laughs> I had a similar Mhm. Yeah. mm Mhm. You had a very similar experience. Um so what was your comedy
0: up? What, were you, what were you really into what were you
1: watching? Um, <laughs> if I have to take it like all the way back, I think like the first movie that I watched and rewatched and like just laughed at was uh was um Master of Disguise uh <laughs> the Dana Carvey movie. <laughs> I I I love that movie. The Turtle Club? The turtle. the turtle Club, yeah. And the only reason I know that is I worked at summer camp and one of the icebreakers was like, pick like an
0: animal and do the noise. Yeah. One of the other counselors
1: did Turtle and just did the turtle. Like, that's yeah. like That was his, like, everyone else was like, whoa. The, and it's amazing. Like, it's <laughs> it's so funny. And I I'm I'm kind of mad that I've gotten away from, like, Like, there's part of me that's like, no, like, that's not a good movie, and that sucks. Like, I wish that I could get away from that academic mindset and just see it for, like, this silly, funny movie that it is. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my God! Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, what I cr- I my first introduction to Saturday Saturday Night Live was uh, I think like the Will Ferrell and the Chris Farley best of things, and I remember finding out that like there were certain bits that I was like, wow, it's it's such an amazing like one off thing, and then I'd go and like watch a whole season and be like. They did that same character six times this season. <laughs> like, that's... It got old. But, yeah, the SNL, like, best of things were definitely, like, a gateway for me as as well. I uh, th- I think I went a long time without, like, purposefully seeking out comedy. So, I, it was just kind of like whatever the culture was dictated. Like... Ackerman, huge fan, like, yeah, Superbad, like, uh, I remember I snuck into Superbad, I I was, I I felt like a real, real BA, real badass, and, uh, (laughs) yeah, I was, I was a, I was a little boy, yeah, (laughs) I, we bought tickets to Balls of Fury, which was a, oh, no, 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 it wasn't, all right, we all saw, I forget, I don't, Maybe it was a Madagascar movie that we bought tickets to, and then s- we all saw Red, Some of us saw Balls of Fury. The other one saw the Halloween remake, which was <laughs> straight-up Garby. It was a trash movie, and I did not like it. So then as you get into uh, your... So what's, what's starting to elevate your kind of, when, you, when you start seeking out certain things? Definitely, um, um, so, so I, t- I was lucky... Enough to get to take this class called uh critical viewing in in high school my junior year i'm sorry my sophomore year, even though it was only offered to juniors and seniors i like snuck my way in and had this awesome teacher that showed us like among other things he showed us mr show okay. and so i like ha- i i, I s- specifically remember there's a um they do like a bloopers sketch and uh uh where they make like f- like a fake blooper show and then Bob Odenkirk or th- er, one of them throws up and then they rewind it and replay it and rewind it and like I was just like oh my god I know what I want to do forever now no it was it was definitely after but the, the SNL best of I never like s- you, you I was never seeking them out they were on at like sleepovers and stuff yeah exa- exactly SNL, exactly exactly okay, so. yeah yeah it was a a big that was a moment for me it was watching he just showed us an episode of mr show in school too and i I was just like first of all this guy's awesome and then second of all like that yeah that show really changed things for me and uh i've kind of like for for a while i was like i need to be these guys i need to be like david cross angry at stuff and and (laughs) then i'm just like oh no i i don't need to oh you know what i i think the the Muppets ended up. That's that probably my lifelong. Because there was a specific moment, but lifelong wise, the the Muppets were. Uh, the Muppet Show of the '70s. I got on. I got well. The Muppets tonight. I have vague memories of. Um, like I remember. I think the first time that I ever uh knew who prince was was because he did muppets tonight and he did like a uh, starfish and chocolate maple syrup and jam thing and uh he, uh there were like he he did like a whole episode so muppets tonight was kind of like i I'd, I'd watch it on abc and then but then at one point i just bought the first and like the I remember seeing muppets in space in theaters and just being like Oh man, I love these characters, but this movie is <laughs> not so good. Yeah. Decent. Luckily, I also had like the oh yeah, it's absolutely. Luckily, I also had seen uh, the, the Muppet movie, which introduced me to like Steve Martin and Richard Pryor, and uh, so I'm lucky that I had that. And then at some point, I guess in in high school, I bought the first three seasons of The Muppet Show and I was like this is amazing because they don't think thing I like about The Muppets is they can be hysterically funny without making anybody feel bad like there's no body that's the butt of their jokes and that's something that I can't say for like Mr. Show like there's it's not angry comedy and I, I th- that's something that
0: Oh my God! Yeah, yeah, I forgot about that.
1: Mm-hmm. Or like Gonzo will be the but it, but it's never like uh, abs, absolutely. It's there. You don't you. The Muppet Show's number one goal is to make you feel good, and I that's also my goal is to get connect with people and make them feel fun, and make them laugh, and make them feel happy. Uh, Marvin Suggs was the one character's name, and he would, he had, like, it's like a symphony of all these other, like, little tiny Muppet heads beneath him, and he would just, like, bop them over the head, and I just thought that that was the funniest thing, but I think my number one favorite was, uh, it was a bit between Kermit and Fozzie, uh, where Fozzie's doing a stand-up routine, and he's like, hey, Frog, whenever you hear me say, here... Uh, run out on stage and say, like, good grief, the comedian's a bear. And so he comes, Fozzie comes out on stage and he's like, oh, it's wonderful to be here, and Kermit prematurely runs out. And then um, I, there's another instance where it happens again where Kermit runs out because he heard, like, a homonym and he wasn't supposed to. But then the punchline is uh, he he's, like, uh, getting – he Fozzie, like, finishes a set and he goes outside and – uh, he hears, and then Kermit comes out and says, "Good grief, the comedian's a bear." And Fozzie responds with, "No, he's not. He's a wearing a neck-a-tie. And I, I just still think that that's like, <laughs> that's that's killed me. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The audition, uh, the Dino Samatopoulos written written sketch uh, is just like. Whew. And that led me to, like, l- look at other things that he had, that Dino Samitopoulos has written on, like, I-, I ended up getting the Dana Carvey show and and finding, like, a lot of that s- super satisfying. Uh... What's the, fi- I- the Bill Clinton nipple thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, absolutely. Dude, I wasn't even allowed to watch all that when I was little. Like, my- yeah, my parents were super strict and... No, it wasn't I don't know I get I think they just thought that the actors were really bratty and they were like I don't want my kid to be bratty so they're not. Yeah, that kind of makes sense. Like that makes more sense to me than being like oh this is a PG-13 or a TV-14 whatever. It makes more sense to be like, I don't want you to be like this protagonist. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: Absolutely. Like I, it's tough to get other people like, cause on a, on a given Saturday night, like I'm with friends of mine and it's hard to get people to be like, oh yeah, we also want to sit down and, <laughs> and watch this. But luckily, there you know the internet exists, and so I'm able to watch it. And the, the past couple seasons, I've been like way happier with the stuff that's cut for time, than uh, because my two two favorite cast members, are Kyle Mooney and Beck Bennett, who were on a, uh, a, a like a internet troop called a uh, Good Neighbor, before they came. and they like my whole my whole crowd followed them like way back when we were in high school. So it was a big moment. in in the in like the Lonely Island kind of like they had they had some following before Saturday Night Live. Absolutely. And and Leslie Jones. Like Les Dog is my girl. <laughs> uh jeez. Um, Phil Hartman uh is uh, uh, I think I could I could listen to him read uh a menu and I would love it. Like I just, I love his voice. I love the like Have you ever seen his audition tape? He's just one of the most immediate like Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, and rightfully so. Like, I I feel like I heard that term before I understood why it was true, and then I found it out, and I was like, oh, that's absolutely... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, no. Yeah, grandmoms, grandmoms are supposed to die. Yeah. Phil Hartman's not supposed to die. Grandmoms are supposed to die. Yeah. Don't tell me Phil Hartman dies. No, yeah, not for me. Luckily, I was too little. Like, I, I was definitely a posthumous fan. What year did he die? Seven. <laughs> give me that, Josh. Okay. Um sketch one oh one. We were in sketch two We were, yeah, it was a great class. Uh well how was your experience with going through the education of comedy? I just, only positive things to say about uh specifically Brian and pa- Brian Kelly's and Paul Trigiani's yeah, they are and yeah yeah and I, I'm sure yeah I'm sure they would both like kind of sh- shrug that off a little bit but yeah they, they were so important in being the like the introduction to my uh, experience in, in the city so I was I was super grateful for to have met them when I did now tonight tonight We're backstage at Darius Rucker MD's show Darius Rucker MD because I tried I t- uh, wanted to call it Hootie and the Blowfish but spell it H O O T Y Yeah no apparently it's not so we had I had to like switch it up I don't know so But he's not a, he's not a medical doctor, which I think that's what MD stands for. Medical doctor. He's a, he's, he's definitely got a doctorate in like funk. Like <laughs> well, now he's, now he's a country guy, but back in the day, who dude in the blow dogs? They were, they brought the funk.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I—it's uh, the new I put together. Everybody, it was everybody that I had met and been. I well, it was kind of—it was eight people. Like there were eight people in that group, and now Darius Rocker, MD, I scaled back, and there's four because that's. S- We've we, and we've we've been we've had so much more luck with like scheduling things uh, together, and it's it's just like eight an eight member group is amazing for a lot of reasons and un- unwieldy for a lot of other reasons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I mean, like, we're we are lucky in that when it does work, like, when it's firing on all cylinders, like, it's the news something to see. Like, it's, there's some sort of, like, intangible, yeah, except for the things that I wrote, and then, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> actually, our last show, uh, nothing that I wrote got <laughs> chosen for that show, so, yeah, uh, that's why it was such a good show. Well, um, so, so far, I'm I'm really excited to get into a more collaborative writing process with with this newer group because our show tonight, I I was it's all things that I've written. Um, so I'm I'm excited to see what we can do together. Well, no, I can't. I can't even say that because like they would be pretty different. Yeah, yeah, they would be pretty different if I hadn't gotten like the amazing feedback that I got from from Katie, Andrew, and and Julia. Yeah, yeah. Just because I had them, I had them. This was this was kind of like a not a not a last second thing, but like we didn't have the most time in the world to put this show together. So I was just like. Hey guys, you want to do the show? I have five sketches written that we could do that I think would be funny. Yeah, just make... I mean like I, I I no other other than to make people happy no there's no other like I I just something uh like super uh unquantifiable within me is like you this is what you do you make people happier by making them laugh and uh like it's kind of I don't know it, it's not always the best fe- feeling because like something there's been a lot of like shitty things happening in the world lately and I just, f- I'm like, oh my God, how do I like, I I'll spend, I'll spend the rest of the night with my girlfriend and be like, how, how do I, how do I like, you go from like watching a massacre on TV to like getting some giggles going. Like it's, it's not a, uh but I, and I hope maybe, maybe someday I'll be able to like pump the brakes on that and not take it on as such a s- serious res- responsibility, but like, uh, I don't, I don't I don't know. Yeah, that's, that's the, that's the drive. Like, that's the, there's enough shitty things going on out there that if I can, if I can get somebody to, like, just roll their eyes at something, that's so much better than feeling blue about, like, what's happening. Yeah, the 22nd. And, uh... 26th yeah <laughs> thank you yeah july 26th at uh, plays and players theaters at five thirty on a tuesday that's gonna be um a talk show that takes place under a boardwalk wherein uh i'm i'm going to host i'm bill rick I'm not, and then there's uh my my co-host is a character named uh, Jeffy, the real horny eleven year old, and that's Andrew Neelis, and then I'm gonna be joined by um the uh, the washed up corpse of a mob wife and Fat Albert. Yeah, I think it's gonna it's gonna surprise some folks what ends up happening, or maybe not. Uh, I but yeah, it's. It's a really unique take on Fat Albert. It's not. It's not at all like like this character is like. I did. I was unaware that there was a cartoon character named Fat Albert. Yeah, it's a fat person named Albert. <laughs> I don't. If I've bored you enough, uh, then we're good. Tell you what, Josh, I got to do, I got to do tinkles real bad. So, all right.
0: Bill will host Let's Talk Under the Boardwalk with Good Good Comedy at the Plays and Players Theater, 1714 Delancey Street on July 26th at 5.30. Head to goodgoodcomedy.com for $5 tickets. And my guest on the next episode, Julia Sully, is performing as Locked in Julia's Basement at Plays and Players Theater on July 25th at 8.30. Again, go to goodgoodcomedy.com for tickets. My First Sketch is a Philly Sketchfest production. Head to phillysketchfest.com or on Twitter at phlsketchfest. Also, for more information about comedy in Philadelphia, visit com. The music on this episode is by the band Nono which you can check out at nonoband.bandcamp.com. Go to My First Sketch or like the show on Facebook to keep up with who I'll be talking to next and future live shows. This is Josh Hyam. Thanks for listening. Now go see some comedy.